Hello, and welcome to Atta Girls, a place where we share the experiences of women working and studying in the engineering industry. I'm Lauren, and today we will be talking with student engineer Lauren Yoshida. Lauren is a second year student at the University of Waterloo in the Management Engineering program. Outside of class, she is the logistics organizer for Hack the North, Canada's largest hackathon, where over 3,000 students built incredible programs in just 36 hours. Lauren is also currently conducting her co-op placement as the product manager at the Weather Network. Hello, Lauren. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. No problem. So what inspired you to pursue engineering? Yeah, that's a great question. For me, it actually started like, I guess, really young at a really young age. I was always interested in technology. Um, I got to my parents were um, nice enough to put me into kind of some engineering programs at U of T and I got a little bit of a taste there at no means did I think I was going to end up in engineering um, in university but that kind of gave me a bit of exposure to it and then throughout high school I was able to do a lot of different things like take a lot of different like computer science and computer engineering courses and then your typical science and math to help me figure out what I wanted to do and then I was lucky enough to have done some other extracurriculars um, that led me like I did a role uh, took a role in software development doing website development in high school and that really helped me figure out that I didn't just want to do computer science but I wanted to do a bigger more and more holistic degree which was engineering so those little parts kind of helps me get into um engineering and figure out what I wanted to do because I definitely did not know what I really wanted to do like I knew I wanted to go into tech but other than that I really had no idea wow oh that sounds so cool would you mind just naming a few of these programs you did when you were younger yeah, for sure. I did. So one of my favorite programs was um, called the Knowledge Society. And it, it it's a bit kind of cultish sometimes <laughs> when you're not in it. But that program really helped me kind of figure out, gave me some autonomy to figure out what I wanted to learn about and what I was most interested in. Um, and then helped me learn about a whole bunch of different technologies. So every week we focus on a different kind of technology. And then a whole nother part of it was like going to conferences and getting to meet people. So that helped give me an idea, a better idea of what I wanted to do um, after university. Not that that's completely how I figured out that engineering was for me, but it gave me like it opened up my eyes to different career paths and different degrees I could pursue. Um, so that was one of them. Another one was through Canada's Learning Code. They have a teen club program. Um, and so that just helps you learn kind of the basics to code outside of school. Like you might not have enough time to take a 
complete course in it. So that really helps. And then if you just want to learn more, um, super lovely program, really well run. Um, yeah. So those were kind of the two that really helped me figure out what I wanted to do because they all came with different opportunities outside of the programs itself and really just helped me get to meet people, sometimes just older than me, sometimes people working in um, the world who had just some advice, which was always really fun to hear. Oh, that, that is so cool. Can you give us insight into what you're studying right now? Yeah, last year? for sure. So I'm halfway through my second year in management engineering at the University of Waterloo. Um, management engineering, I can go into after. But for me, the choice of discipline of engineering was really hard. Um, tried to figure out what exactly I wanted to learn inside of engineering because there are so many disciplines, but I knew I wanted something more holistic um, and I wanted to learn a bit more about the hardware and software part of engineering, but was also kind of fascinated um, by the bigger picture and the optimi optimization side and system side of it. That is really interesting. You kind of brought it up a bit. Can you tell us what management engineering is? Yeah, for sure. So management engineering is very unique to the University of Waterloo, at least in, out of like the Canadian programs, engineering programs. Um, but basically, it's a very in interdisciplinary type of engineering. Um, so it combines your traditional engineering. So learning a bit about the hardware, like we take circuits courses, um, materials courses, things like that. Um, we take a lot of software courses. And then we also get to see the business side a bit. And then sprinkled in all of that is kind of a bit of your more industrial uh, side of engineering. So management engineering is actually the closest to your traditional, like out of all the disciplines at Waterloo, it's the closest to industrial engineering at other schools. So yeah, so it kind of focuses on like the systems itself, then like the more research and there's a bit of like, organizational behavior like the social side side of it and then you get to learn a bit more about like how to design implement and manage kind of bigger complex systems yeah I see so you're like the engineer of all the engineers yes of. to some degree <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that is really cool how does management engineering compare to like systems engineering or those other like industrial engineering? Yeah, I can dive a bit deeper into that. So um, I actually heavily consider going into systems engineering, systems design engineering at Waterloo. And really there isn't, in terms of where you end up or career paths, there is not a huge difference because a lot of the holes within the two programs you can make up in your electives. Um, but the systems, like system design engineering really focuses on, from what I know of it, um, like kind of the nitty gritty of the systems. So making sure that the like both hardware and software side of the system is um, done correctly, um, really placing emphasis on like the design and the development side of it. Whereas like the management engineering side is a bit more higher level. So 
looking at the like looking more to analyze it making more efficient and optimized as a whole um, is more what management engineers tend to look at and then in terms of industrial engineering our course itself we had in my second term of first year we took like a very industrial engineering based course um, and then we take other courses like material our materials course was really focused on like it's something you would use if you went into industrial engineering if you're going into like software it's not something that's very applicable to what you're going to be doing later on but there are just a bit of like it's like we get introduced to it in our program and it's more something if you're really interested in doing that you go take electives in afterwards it's not necessarily something that it's something you can totally pursue in our program but it's not very often that you find kids do pursuing it. So what do you think are some of the biggest challenges in management engineering at the moment? Yeah, I think there, there's a lot of different challenges, um, especially as new technology comes out. Being able to analyze it at the higher level is always going to be difficult. Um, something I guess I found really challenging coming out of my degree, um, like what I've done so far and working, is just really able to get all the context and foundation to be able to analyze and help improve efficiency and optimization and things like that, because you have to have a good understanding of the system and how it works. So that's something at least I found very um, hard. And it's something I know that as people move around and whatnot, and as technology comes out, it's something you're constantly trying to do is trying to kind of keep up to the industry and kind of keep up with all the new technology really releasing. Um, so that's like, because that's fundamentally what management engineers do, it's important that we keep up with all of that. But that being said, like our program is very holistic still. So there are people doing all sorts of jobs in our program, especially for co-op. And they range from like data science and business analysts to um, software developers, um, and like product related jobs or so product design, product management, project management. So all over the place. That is pretty cool. And what is your experience at Waterloo so far? Yeah, it's been great. So I, despite starting university and graduating high school during COVID, I had the opportunity to move to Waterloo and live on campus. And in all honesty, probably the best decision I've made. Um, got to meet, had the opportunity to just meet people in my program outside of my program. So it was a lot more motivating to study and kind of keep on track of things, but also gave me the nice balance between like playing intramurals and playing other sports and um, doing all my other extracurriculars on the side. It was nice. And then just kind of learning to live on my own um, was another whole side of it and something I really enjoyed. Um, but Waterloo itself um, has a nice community and people, despite it being, I guess, stereotyped to the, to the school where everybody kind of sits around in their rooms coding all day, that is <laughs> not true. Um, there are definitely, you're going to find those kids who are more introverted and would rather be alone coding at all hours of the day. 
Um, but there are so many other people there who are there to make memories and to just have a university experience. What really made you want to go to Waterloo in management engineering versus other programs or, or university? Yeah, I think Waterloo, I think it boiled down to like two core reasons, but a bajillion other reasons <laughs> um, besides that. Um, the first reason for me was co-op. Um, Waterloo, I'd say, has one of the most unique um, co-op programs in all the all the different kind of engineering programs you can go into um, that for because of that you're doing co-ops every other semester so I did over the summer I was on co-op until um, the end of August and then I was in school from September to December and from January until April I'm working again and then I'll be back in school in the summer so really I guess more unique to Waterloo and it gives a nice kind of cadence by the time you're like you're doing your school work and you're almost at the end of the term you're looking forward to work mm -hmm. and some people really enjoy work and I'd say I'm one of those people but sometimes you miss the freedom like because I'm working nine to five I miss the freedom of being able to like um just go do things on my own time um because school was so flexible in that sense like I'll have little afternoon pockets and things like that um I could go like go to the gym or go hang out with friends so that is a little bit getting used to but by the time you're like done your your um co-op term you're like excited for school so mm. it helps kind of keep things alive and then you're making money which is always really helpful <laughs> um so like I guess from a financial standpoint it's it's like more reasonable in that sense that you can kind of you're making money and then you're going back to school and then you're making more money so it's it's nice in that sense and then the other big reason that kind of came down to Waterloo over like all the different other engineering schools um was the entrepreneurship side and the innovation and tech side of the the school um the one of the big reasons was in the future I kind of think I'll be I'll start my own company or at least try to and most schools um have some interesting policies against intellectual property meaning that like if you create a a company while you're in school that the university itself has some kind of has a portion of your company or owns a portion of your company or if you use their software you like the university owns part of it but Waterloo is completely like not like that at all where everything you build is your own and which is why there's like so many kids and students who make really successful startups because there is really no downside in trying because you own everything you'll take 100% of the revenue that you make um so that is like another big reason and just because that happens so much there's a lot of great programs and resources in Waterloo to start your own company if you wanted to do that and it's something you can also spend a co-op doing which means you get four months to start your own company which is a lot of time and something you would have to take a full semester off of school to do in other programs. I think other things for me for Waterloo were things like um it's not very far from Toronto because there's so much tech and innovation in Toronto. If I wanted to come back, I could go 
back and like go to a conference and come back to Waterloo for a day and it wouldn't be as big of a deal as me going somewhere a lot further. Um, yeah, I think that's what really boiled it down. And then it was just kind of me ending up in Waterloo my grade 12 year, like numerous amounts of times. I was there for a hackathon called Hack the North, which I ended up joining, which I can talk about a bit later. Um, yeah, I think those were like the big reasons I decided to go to Waterloo. Having that four month like semester period for your own startup, like I think that that is like amazing that you had the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. And so can you tell us about your involvement with Hack the North? Yeah, I can talk a bit about Hack the North. So we, I joined the team almost a year ago, which is kind of crazy to me um, looking back on it. And I joined the team as an internal operations director. I'll explain what Hack the North is first, and then I'll explain what I did because um, for everybody listening, it'll make more sense that way. So Hack the North is Canada's largest hackathon. So we run and what a hackathon is, is basically you bring people together in a very positive environment and you try to offer them as many resources as you can to allow them to build um, a project in 36 hours. So people pull those famous all-nighters in a <laughs> row, don't get any sleep, are all like kind of consuming as much caffeine and sugar as possible. So it's always really fun that's what it was like in person um but we have still put on events virtually or kind of in a more hybrid sense um which happened in September of 2021 um and so that's what Hack the North is basically a, a hackathon um yeah that just aims to help give people resources and bring people together um so what I did for the team last year was internal operations which is a really unique role that you don't see many other clubs or organizations have um I, basically what i did is i was like an internal logistics director for our team which meant i was talking to our co-directors and different people um, on the team and bringing up voicing their opinions to the co-director um their thoughts as well as doing other things like putting on socials for our team, just making sure that our organizers are well supported and can bond and um, kind of create those long lasting memories, despite the fact that we were virtual for our organizing year. Um, so I was doing things like that, as well as doing things like putting together organizer swag um, for our team and kind of taking on those types of work. Um, so really focusing on putting our team first and figuring out how our team can have the best experience organizing our event. Um, kind of closer to the event, I took on um, food and I got to organize all the food for the in, all the in-person components. So was talking with vendors and doing all that fun stuff. So I really enjoyed that. And then getting to see it come to life was really fun. But on the side, there's always so much going around. We have like... A whole bunch of different teams like a team that like, we build our application process for our hackers completely from scratch um if you ever have a chance to apply or have applied you know that it's very unique and authentic so always trying to support the rest of our team and help them um 
So that's what I did last year. I actually were just starting a new organizing year for our 2022 event, which will be held in September. And I will be a logistics organizer for that. So looking forward to putting on a great event next September, hopefully in person. Um, and yeah. Wow, that must have been a lot of work. And, and I'm sure it is like very rewarding for, for you and for everyone who participates. So thank you for, for doing that. That's it's amazing. So back to these, these co-ops, you're currently the product manager at the Weather Network. Um, what is that all about? Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So I guess I had only heard about product management in high school. I wasn't something I necessarily knew a whole lot and knew a lot of people in. But as I was looking for co-ops and trying to figure out what I wanted to do, um, product was kind of at the top of my list because for me, I was always a person trying to give feedback on things or being like, oh, this really sucks. I wish they did it this way. Um, and then sometimes we go even further to be like, oh, I think they could do it like this way or so they should implement this. Um, so being and doing product was something that I guess comes a bit more naturally to me. Yeah, so at the Weather Network, I am a product co-op and kind of take on the role as product manager, manager and product a product owner um, on the new product development team. The new product development team basically means we are working on brand new initiatives to like the Weather Network. So you'll see those kind of reflected in the Weather Network app, the Weather Network website, um, and you'll get to see we, our team, what we do is we build out those new products. So as a product manager, I work with my manager um, to figure out how to execute these new initiatives and new products and how, when to bring them in, when we should be working on them and things like that, as well as uh, coordinating with other teams. So that's a bit of the cross-functional side of product management, um, as well as kind of once we release things, which we haven't done yet, but is coming very soon, but I'll be monitoring for the metrics, making sure that our products being responded well to. And then if there are any kind of, um, any feedback our users are giving, making sure that we take those and we implement that. Um, so it's a lot of different things and I'm working on um, kind of different aspects of it, but really it gets, it helps like I'm working with the designers and the developers. So it's, you get to see a lot of different sides of it and you get to oversee um, the product as a whole, which has been really, really fun and really rewarding. Wow. Yeah, that does sound like a lot of fun. You also did a co-op last semester. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah. So last summer I worked at TradeRev as an agile delivery coordinator. Um, there so i'll explain what trade rev is trade rev is a kind of a wholesale dealer to dealer car marketplace platform um basically it allows dealers to sell cars to other dealers on this platform which means it's like you went into trade in your honda at a toyota dealership this Toyota dealership could sell this Honda to another Honda dealership who would actually find this car useful. Um, mm -hmm. So I worked there, which is under a bigger company. Um, 
but what I got to do is I was working on um, a project that was took different companies this parent company had built or built or bought um, depending on the company and making a kind of a cohesive checkout system for these users who buy these cars different on different of apps because trade rev was just kind of one side of it so I got to oversee that so kind of more a program management role where I'm overseeing a, a lot of different teams from different companies so it was a lot it was a lot of similar work kind of at a bigger and a higher scope so it's it's very different but very similar all at the same time um but yeah I really enjoyed working there and kind of knew that product was where I wanted to go and kind of wanted to work a bit more at the end of the semester with the developers and designers and be a bit more hands-on, which is why I ended up at the Weather Network. Wow, that is, that is quite the story. And it's great to see how like you progressed. And aside from, you know, co-ops and, and, and working, are there any projects that you are developing on your own or at school in class or I guess last semester? Yeah, for sure. Um, at the moment, not so much. I've kind of changed my focus. I guess for me, high school, it was all about starting different projects. Um, started a project which kind of turned into a sort of company called Photome Labs, but that was based on the idea of combining um, genetic engineering and kind of the more environmental climate side so putting those together to genetically engineer plants to sink um, carbon so that was like a big part of my time in like my last couple of years of high school so I worked a lot on that but um, we didn't end up after COVID we didn't end up working on it very much so that kind of came to close but for me now not so much I uh, as ideas come like last summer worked a little bit on kind of thinking about reinventing a habit tracker but mm. taking more the psychological approach to it in the sense that like if you were to like a habit track tracker app on your own if you're very disciplined, you'll keep to it. And as long as your habits are very achievable, you would probably use it maybe for like a couple of weeks and then stop. But those are the habit trackers are the thing that kind of fall apart. So I really wanted to take um, a different approach to it in the sense that like make it more a platform where other friends of yours can keep you accountable to them. Mm. Because when your friends hold you accountable to something, you're more likely to get it done and keep to it. Um, so worked on like different projects like that. Um, sometimes I get fired, but it very much depends on my time and my time. This, I guess, kind of last couple months has really been to kind of take a break before I get really busy because our Pack the North season picks up. I'll be headed back to school at the beginning, end of April, beginning of May. Um, so I'll have that on my plate. And then I really like playing intramurals at university. Oh. So that always takes up a lot of my time. So trying to enjoy kind of the break while it lasts um, and give myself kind of an opportunity to learn. But 
I'm always I find myself always trying to learn or do new things no matter when. Wow, those those all sound pretty cool. And like, I wish you the best of luck. Like, I, I hope to see this habit tracker and like use it in the future. That sounds so cool. And if you don't mind me asking, what sports do you play for the intramurals? Yeah, for sure. Um, I like to play all sorts of sports. I mean, <laughs> winter sports wise, not that I can play those at school, but skiing and curling. I absolutely nice. love both sports. I was I spent most of my weekend curling and spent last the Christmas break skiing, which was really great. Um, but at school, um, I played it, uh, soccer intramurals and ultimate frisbee. Oh, yeah. it sounds like a lot of fun. Can you expand on, on your vision for the future? What do you see yourself in the coming years? Yeah, for sure. Um, in terms of like what I see myself, I guess, in terms of work, um, I see myself in product management or like a technical product management role in terms of like, I guess the more product-esque side of that or something more on the development side, like a product engineering role, um, still product, um, but see that kind of as my, like if I were to take kind of the more traditional co-ops, otherwise I can totally see myself starting a company when the time's right, when I've got an idea. And um, so that's something that I, We'll probably play into some time down the road. Don't know when, but we'll kind of take that as I go. Um, in terms of school, I really like our program. I think I'll take very product-related electives um, and maybe more the software side of it um, and understanding that, but also probably take a lot of entrepreneurship courses. It is something... I can see myself possibly doing an option in, which is Water Waterloo Engineering's version of a minor. Um, so kind of seeing how that all plays out. But that's kind of my plan or what I think I'll be doing. But who knows? I find myself getting into like little niche pockets of like learning and things like that. And I'll come out with like some completely new topic I really want to learn about. Best of luck with all of your, your future endeavors. Those all sound amazing. As we come to the end of this episode, what advice or any more lasting words of wisdom for students wishing to pursue engineering or, or students in particular? Yeah, for sure. I think um, the first piece of advice I give is don't be afraid to talk to people. I know I say this as if it's something super easy and something super easy for me to do, um, but it's definitely something I had to learn to do, but getting to know and talk to upper years, whether it's through kind of mentorship programs or just friends of friends or friends of siblings is always super useful, um, partially because you get to learn about their experience in whether it's like engineering or like a certain career that you think you might end up wanting to go into. So that's also really helpful also because there's like so many, I think management engineering is like kind of a little niche part of engineering. And it's not a program that gets like talked about a lot necessarily, or um, is it's definitely not like traditional in that sense, like not very many universities um, offer it. 
So talking to people um, in that sense is always really useful because you learn about these little niche disciplines of engineering and maybe it's something for you, maybe it's not, but there's so many of them. I tell people that it's really good to learn more about them because engineering is a big field still and getting to kind of figure out and narrow down what you actually want to do inside and within engineering is really helpful. Um, so that's like the first piece of advice I'd give. Um, the other piece of advice I give to people is just to try things. Like I'd say the extracurriculars played the biggest role in my kind of road to engineering. Um, and that all came through just trying different extracurriculars, going to different workshops, going to different programs. If I didn't like them or didn't get value out of them, like certain clubs, like I tried Model UN, decided <laughs> I went to one and I decided that was not for me. I was like, I'd rather stick to doing like building things and um, doing things like DECA. I enjoyed a lot more. Um, so just figuring out what you want to do. And even if you join something, you're not, you don't have to stay in it if you really don't like it. And kind of, it takes courage to leave something like that. But it's always really useful just to have that opportunity to try all those different things, because you'll figure out what you like or what you don't like. And both are equally as valid because even for co-op, if you figure out what you don't like, it means you're never going to take a job in that kind of area again. And that's very useful. You might not think it at the time, but then when you go looking for other jobs, you're like, oh, I tried that. I did not like that. I don't think that's the right opportunity for me. So that's, those are the little pieces of advice I give. Um, there's talk, just talking to people, you'll get so much more advice and I find you get to hear different people's advice and you'll hear more things than others. And those are the things you should really listen to and really take into account when you're making decisions. Well, thank you very much, Lauren, for, for those words of wisdom. How can our listeners connect with you? Yeah, for sure. I feel free to message me. Always happy to help people make decisions. If you want to learn more about uh, management engineering, you can feel free to send me a message and pick my brain. Um, pretty active on LinkedIn and Twitter, or you can try Instagram and, or Facebook. I'll probably, I will probably answer you eventually, uh, but I try to use or use LinkedIn and Twitter more for those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, I'm always happy to answer any questions about my experience or help you try to connect to other people that might be able to help. Um, yeah, when trying to make decisions because it's not always easy. Oh, thank you, Lauren. And as always, all um, the contact information will be linked in the show notes. Thank you so much, Lauren, for speaking with us today. I, I know I learned a lot. So thank you very much for, for sharing with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been great getting to talk. Thank you for listening to Atta Girls and stay tuned for next week's episode.